Hi friends, welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the network of growth and transformation presents SOS for Leaders, where your host, Taiwana Wilson, will be sharing leadership and personal growth strategies. Let's jump right in. Welcome to SOS for Leaders. I am your host, Taiwana Wilson. If this is your first time tuning in to the show, welcome. Thank you so much for checking out the show. I'm hope hope you're able to get those practical tips that you can use in both your personal and professional life. Can you do me a favor and please share this podcast out with somebody you feel could benefit from listening to these quick tips? So share with your family and friends. We are on your favorite podcast platform or you can go to the directimpactbroadcasting.com to share this podcast out. Today is our last episode in the series on the guide to being a great leader. In the first episode, we talked about the distinguishable traits of a leader. In our last episode, we talked about the values that develop the mental strength of a leader. And now we're going to go a step deeper and talk about the beliefs on which to work on to develop the mind of a leader. So if you are ready, I'm ready. Let's jump right in. So let's talk about the beliefs of a leader. So you may be thinking, so what is belief? Well, it is a small phrase that we say to ourselves about ourselves, about specific situations and our ability to confront them. Certain beliefs have a positive impact on our lives and some are negative and limiting our growth. You know, when you hear that little voice in your mind and it's like, you can't do it, you can't do it. You know, those are some limiting beliefs or you're not good enough or don't try that. You you don't have it down yet or whatever the case may be. Those are some limiting beliefs on our growth. The secret to transform, however, your negative beliefs into positive ones is by associating new thoughts with them. You know, believing that you can. And I know I mentioned this, I don't know, on social media, and and I talk about leadership all the time. And I had a post that said the first step with being a leader is believing that you are. And somebody commented, well, you got to have more than belief. And well, that's true. But if you don't see yourself as a leader or believe that you are a leader, then Anything else that we talk about is going to be irrelevant because you're going to have that little voice in your head that says, no, you're not a leader. You're not good enough. You can't do it. People won't follow you. And so it truly does start with that belief. You again, you got to see it for yourself. Our beliefs guide our behaviors, our choices, and therefore our results. So if you have those negative beliefs, you have to retrain your mind. That's why mindset training is very important. Retraining your mind to think another way, to think that it's possible for you, because what you don't see, what you can't visualize is going to be difficult for you to achieve. You focus on what you want to achieve, but if you can't see it for yourself, you're not going to be able to focus on it. So let's talk about some of these beliefs. So here, belief number one, we become what we believe we are. And that's so true. 
Take a strong look in the mirror and tell me, who do you see? So when you stand up in front of the mirror and you throw your shoulders back, do you see somebody that's confident, that's feel competent in what they do in the workplace? Do you feel like you are ready to change and impact the world? The thoughts that you have about yourself will become your truth. So if you don't see it in the mirror for yourself, it's going to be difficult to achieve something that you don't see. As a leader, you want to take the time to do some self-reflection and make sure you are turning every single stone to see if you can tame your shadows. The shadow is that aspect of you that you haven't fully brought to light and dealt with yet. You know, some of those insecurities, those deep insecurities that you might have. It could be your traumas. It could be the hate you nurture about yourself or even a dark secret that keeps you from being and believing you can be whatever it is. If you're in the workplace and you are a frontline worker and you know you want to move into a supervisory role or management role, if you don't see that that's possible for you, it's going to be difficult for you to attain it. And it could be something that happened in your past that's starting to trigger this People are not going to follow you. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. What do you have to offer all of those limiting beliefs? So we become what we believe we are. If you think you're average, that's all you'll become. If you think you're going to be a superstar, you will become a superstar and whatever right that might be. If you think you're going to be a great leader and believe that you can be a great leader, then you will become a great leader. I know it sounds so simple, but the reality is what separates those who are uh, industry leaders, those who are top athletes, is that belief. They become they have became who they wanted to be. So if you take LeBron James, for example, he knew that he wanted to be one of the best basketball players out there. And he believed that. And so he focused on being one of the best basketball players out there. Our second belief is the one who persists will succeed. Facts. This belief refers to an indispensable quality of a leader, and that is being adaptable. If we haven't learned anything from COVID-19 and the pandemic, we've learned that you must be adaptable. It means that seeing the opportunities in any situation, even when facing constraints or failures, a leader can find an advantage in a situation that could be perceived as unfavorable by others. And that consistency and positivity lead others to always find success even if it's after numerous failures. The people that persist and are adaptable, they know that difficulty can become an exciting challenge from which they will emerge and grow. Any problem is an opportunity to act, learn, and progress. So that's very important, having that belief of being adaptable. Don't be so rigid. You know, don't be so it has to be this way. Be flexible and adaptable and persist. So even through failure, when things don't go according to plan, be adaptable. The road to success is never a straight line. 
I mean, that thing is zigzag in a circle, you know, around the block, around the world. That thing is not straight whatsoever. And it's going to come with a lot of hurdles and speed bumps along the way. But persisting and having an adaptable attitude is very important. Our third belief that we'll discuss today is behind the impossible, there is possibility. So as long as there's hope, however slim it may be, you got to believe it's possible. As long as something is perceived as possible, you as the leader will focus on that and try to make it happen. If the initial objective of the group can no longer be achieved, then change the objective to be more applicable to the new situation. So this doesn't mean that you failed. It means that you are flexible, have learned from the mistake and are moving on to something better. So you have to keep it, the the dream, the goal, you have to keep it where it's possible. Leaders understand that it's often the impatience that make us lose, give up, give up or get get discouraged. So patience is is key because you could be going on the journey and things work out, things doesn't work out, but you need to be uh, staying in the lane that you know it is possible versus once you get to that, oh, this is impossible. We're climbing all uphill. Our small army is not going to be able to conquer this battle then you've already lost the war. Belief number four is don't give up until it's done. It ain't over till it's over. If the original objective cannot be achieved, look beyond the goal. It will always remain an opportunity to learn. We should always be learning, developing, and investing in ourselves daily. This allows the leader to always aim for excellence. And as most leaders When they do find out that something can't be accomplished, at least according to plan A, they're already preparing for the next goal. And looking at another way to be able to achieve that. So don't give up until it's done. Keep pushing, stay focused. So having that belief of not giving up. The fifth belief that we'll talk about today is around failure. And believing that there is no such thing as failure. Failures are opportunities to progress. Now, it is failure if you don't learn anything from it. You stay stuck in the same moment. You don't try something a different way. Then, yeah, that, that's failure. But if you are learning from it and you look at it as an opportunity for progress, good. We good to go. The weight of each word contains a load that resonates positively or emotionally. And failure is a word that resonates negatively. And that's why people don't want to use the word failure is because it creates such a negative emotion. It is associated with faults and guilt because that's how most of us were raised. Like you don't want to be a failure. You don't want to fail at this. Failing is not good. Meanwhile, we all have a right to make mistakes since nobody is perfect. And I think the way we talk about failure, especially as we bring up our kids, they don't want to fail. 
you know, so they don't want to make mistakes. So what happens? Sometimes they don't try new things. Sometimes they don't push themselves to the next limit because they don't want to fail. And then they don't or or they struggle with imperfection. Like this isn't going to be perfect. So I don't know that I want to do this because then I could fail. And so we have to start thinking about failure differently. And we also have to understand that nobody is perfect and we all have the right to make mistakes. The important thing is to learn from those mistakes for the next time and define what needs to be changed. So this is fundamental for leaders. Leaders understand that I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to have some failures. But when I have those, I learn from those and I use those as tools for growth. And that's the mindset that changes or separates the the winners from the not winners, the first place from the last place, the first place from the middle of the pack is that ability to know that, yep, even if this don't go according to plan and it's perceived as a failure, I know that it's an opportunity for growth. And the last belief that we'll talk about today is the quest for excellence is more important than a simple performance. So outcomes and results are essential for leaders, but they fully understand that how you get to that result is as important, if not more. So it's not just about the results, it's the journey. When you are with a leader who understands that love and passion are critical to inspiring others, the process of reaching success will be more important. So one of the things for me is I'm in the laboratory industry and we have inspections every two years, unannounced inspections. And so the it's not all about getting a successful inspection with zero deficiencies or citations. That's great. And that's what we always aim for. But it's that journey of being able to bring new leaders in and go through the the inspection checklist to get the department ready for the inspection to have all of the team members understand why we do what we do and when you have that buy-in and that level of interest and commitment and engagement with the group it makes getting the inspection with zero citations so much more fulfilling and rewarding that then just you as the leader go through the inspection, you went through the checklist and you work with the inspector and it, you know, being more about you versus having everybody on the team really contribute and understand the process. It makes it so much sweeter when you get that type of uh, excellence and when you get those type of results. Excellence doesn't have to be hard and rigid. It can also be achieved through you know, having fun. Take the time to evaluate the beliefs and what aspects limits you in your life. So those are six beliefs that help to be a great leader. These are all important. So belief number one, we become what we believe we are. You got to see it for yourself. Number two, They who persist will succeed, especially when you are adaptable. Number three, behind the impossible, there is the possible. So you have to keep thinking that something is possible. 
your goal is to be a millionaire, you have to keep thinking that's possible for yourself. The moment you don't believe it's possible, you're not going to be able to attain something. You can't attain something. You cannot see something you don't believe. Belief number four, don't give up until it's done. Keep pushing. The race is not over until it's over. So even when it looks bleak, even though it looks like somebody else will be approaching the finish line in the next 50 yards, you don't give up and run, give up running your race until you finished. Belief five, there's no such thing as failure. Failures are opportunities for progress. The only time it's a complete failure is if you've learned nothing from it. You keep making that same mistake leading to that same failure over and over and over. But if we start to change the emotional connection around failure and making mistakes, we would be able to take more risk. We would be able to have more success and we will have more people working towards their dreams, their goals and not afraid to try new things, not afraid to go for positions that they may or may not be qualified for. We will have more of our children that's out here actively trying without that fear of making a mistake. Nobody's perfect. And belief number six, the quest for excellence is more important than a simple performance. Get everybody involved. Outcomes and results are essential, but really the important thing is the journey to get there. So your call to action is to take some time to evaluate your beliefs and what aspects might be limiting you and your thoughts or in your life. So think about your beliefs, write down those uh, five to 10 beliefs that you have. And then also write down how do those serve you in your life? So if you believe that, if you truly believe that you are what you become, then write that down. And how is that serving you? Is that helping you to reach your goals? Is that helping you to be successful in your current role? Is that helping you to take on a new job? How is that serving you? Or, you know, do you have the belief that it, uh, it needs to be perfect before I can put it out there or it needs to be perfect before I can launch my program or it needs to be perfect before I can do this. And how is that serving you? Is that serving you in a good way or is that slowing down your progress? So I hope you were able to get something out of this series on being a great leader. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of SOS for Leaders with your host, Taiwana Wilson. If you like what you heard, Please, please, please share this out with somebody else who could benefit from hearing the show. You can subscribe to this show at directimpactbroadcasting.com or on your favorite podcast platform. And it looks like we have a lot of people that listen to it on their Apple uh, device, which is awesome. And this podcast is global. So we have people that are tuning in from all around the world and that's so exciting so check out and next week's episode stay tuned and if you haven't already check out other podcasts on the directimpactbroadcasting.com until next time my friends have an amazing day 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOS for Leaders, where Taiwana shared nuggets of wisdom that you can use to win in life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and connect on LinkedIn. And remember, the secrets of success in your life resides inside of you. When you know what your strengths are, you can utilize them to live an impactful and influential life.